0: All right. And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another episode of Doing the Work, your first official women's Indiana women's basketball podcast on the Back Home Network. Um, joined here today with a very special guest, Chloe Moore McNeil. So we don't have any pretense today, Chloe. We just are going to jump in and we're going to ask some questions and uh, hopefully you can tell us some fun stories and see where things go. And we'll try to be respectful of your time. Um, I'm sure Jeff and I both agree. We could probably keep you here forever, but I am sure you don't want to talk to two old farts like ourselves for forever. So (laughs) we are going to keep it short and, uh, speak for yourself. That's cute. So Chloe, um, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, especially in your summer break. I'm sure you have a lot of things you could be doing, um, that are much more enjoyable, but, um, so, Chloe, we know you're you're from Greenville, Greenfield, Tennessee, um, right? And you're getting ready to enter your senior year. But we're wondering if you go back in time into the way back machine, um, what actually got you started in basketball?
1: Um, I would say I've had a basketball in my hands really ever since I could remember. Um, I did try out some uh, t-ball a little bit, but that got boring really fast. So I just stuck to basketball as long as I could remember.
2: And Chloe, I'll kind of piggyback off of that. Let's take you into your high school years. And when did you really first kind of two part question for you? When did you first start getting recruited? I mean, seriously recruited by some of the division one schools and then a little bit more about what it was like for when Indiana first started reaching out to you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I think I received my first division one offer in eighth grade. And then I would say my recruiting was really busy and got hot. I would say my sophomore junior year after we had, um, won our state title in our, in our um, division. So I would say uh, when IU came, I had already had a lot of offers, but um they came later in my recruiting process. So, and I started talking to the coaches during COVID, which made it, you know, a lot harder because I couldn't see anybody face to face. I couldn't take any kind of visit down there, but um I really just trusted my process with the coaching staff and the girls and
0: I picked them. Awesome. Do you remember your first offer?
1: Um, I believe my first offer was the University of Tennessee Martin and Union University.
2: So, Chloe, awesome. did you play a, like travel uh, AAU basketball? Was you on? Were you doing the travel basketball, and, and 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 how did that go for you? Yes, sir. I believe I started doing travel ball um, in about fourth, fifth
1: grade. But I think what really helped me, you know, grow my game was always, I always played, you know, two age divisions ahead of my grade. So.
2: And just kind of follow up with that. Was there somebody you were talking about your recruiting? Was there somebody who was kind of that either a mentor for you or somebody that was from your area that you had seen that had gone division one, that you were able to kind of follow and see how that went for them? For sure. Um, I think
1: Greenfield is really blessed with a lot of uh, mentors, Um, One of my high school coaches, Tara Tansel, she is, you know, a big part of my life and a mentor in my life because she was really successful at at Unity, I'm sorry, University of Tennessee Martin, and she's going to be in the Hall of Fame really soon. So,
0: Yeah. So, Chloe, um, you've mentioned UT Martin a couple of times, and here recently we just picked up a transfer, um, Sharnice Curry-Jelks, who's joining the team as a transfer. Did you know Sharnice before she um, started with the team, and how far back do you know her, and what can you tell us about her?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I I've, I've would say I've known of her since at least high school because um, we would play against each other. But then my senior year, when I played travel ball, Sharnice actually joined, and we played on the same AAU team. So,
0: yeah. So, so what kind of things do you expect Sharnice to bring to the team then this coming year?
1: Um, I believe I expect her to bring energy, um, a positive attitude every day, and just bring her hard work ethic.
2: Yep. Yeah. And and kind of piggyback off of that a little bit, Chloe, you've, you've been around some of the real leaders of Indiana women's basketball here over the last few years. Now you're a senior. What have you kind of learned from Grace Berger and Allie Patberg and, and Alexa Goldbay and some of the others that have been around? Um, You know, honestly, the list could go on because they've taught me they've taught me
1: just so many things on the court, but off the court as well. You know, any of them, I needed them. They were always there for me. So just, bringing the leadership role that they brought to me just you know being very encouraging and just showing the younger players you know to just work hard and be consistent every day.
0: So for your own philosophy, um, what pieces of that do you want to take into your senior year as you are probably going to be looked at to provide that same leadership to the rest of the team?
1: Yes, I just um, I just want to pro- provide stability for my team. Um, and obviously encouragement and just positivity, but I want that. I want to be the type of leader that anybody would feel comfortable going up to and asking questions, whether it be in practice or off the court.
2: And I know talking with Grace a couple of years ago, that like Allie Patberg was kind of that person for her that kind of took her under her wing. Has there been somebody that you've been able, A was there somebody who kind of took that you, that they came and took you on, took you under their wing and is there somebody now that you're kind of like hey i'm going to the gym i'm going to cook call let's go i would say um
1: throughout the years here at iu i've had plenty different mentors and people like that but i think the person that comes to my mind that i think i was the most close to was nicole Cardonio hillary because i came in my freshman year and she came in the same year as me as a transfer and it also helped because we lived together but she was also you know just a vet had great experience had great years at uh George Mason like she was just always
0: there so do you have a favorite story from um Nicole that you could share with us that that, <laughs> <laughs> that I by that laugh I'm definitely, oh yeah. Yeah. that that's for public consumption I should say yeah <laughs> uh, yeah
1: I would say uh me and her made a lot of memories she was definitely one of my closer sisters I have to say honestly um like I said, there's a lot, but what comes to mind about Nicole is just her energy, you know, even in practice, she was always finding a way to, you know, lighten the mood or make somebody laugh. So, yeah.
2: And Nicole was kind of, when she first kind of showed up at in Indiana, she kind of had that. First of all, she had the reputation of big time scorer at George Mason, but she was seen really more as a, as a defensive player. When she got to IU and you've kind of become known as the defensive stopper at Indiana, were you always somebody who took pride in your defense or was that something you really learned from coach Moran in the program?
1: Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. That's definitely something I learned when I got to coach Moran in IU in general. I mean, I've grown over the years, my confidence in my defense and I've taken a lot more pride
2: for sure. Can you just explain? I'll just follow up with that. Can you just explain a little bit? And I know you can't give away secrets or anything like that, but is it just is it just an attitude or is it something you drill or is it a combination? What would you say really makes Coach Moore in such a, you know, I mean, defense is what the program is known for. How how can you explain that?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say it's both a combination of, you know, and attitude, and like I said earlier, just consistency and just working on it every single day, that's that's one big key that Coach Morton has for all of us is just getting reps and putting the work in consistently is a big thing, you know. I would say yeah. over the course of my years, just my attitude and my confidence became more and more, you know, over stronger over the time, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, and that really showed off this last year, right? And in particular, you made that Big Ten defensive team. So congratulations, by the way, on that. Thank Thank and well earned, well deserved for sure. So um in, in particular, we thought that first home game against Iowa was really fantastic with your defense on Caitlin Clark. Um, everybody knows about Miss Clark. And and what were your thoughts after you know, during the game and after the game? And really, I thought you you did a fantastic job on her. So, what were your your takeaways from that game?
1: Yeah, um, obviously. I mean, everyone knows Caitlin Clark is one of the greatest players to come across the Big Ten and Division One basketball ever. You know, I respect her. I respect her game. Um, my biggest key for her on defense is just you know, players like that you can't necessarily stop, but you just have to you know, make them work for every single bucket they take, mm-hmm. and just make them become slightly less inefficient. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that was definitely a parents for sure. She, she, she did get her, her points, but you really made her work for that. So that was really a, a, a fantastic um, display, of defense. So it, the whole whole year though. So congratulations to that um, as well. Um, so, but, but kind of piggybacking on that defense has become kind of what we're really knowing you asked. Um, what is one area of your game that you would like to get better for in this coming season?
1: So um, we had our end of the year meeting not too long ago with the coaching staff, and we had kind of discussed a few things about me personally, but things they think I need to, you know, I can always improve every part of my game. But I think the biggest things for me is being consistent with my perimeter shooting. And I think this year, my role, I want to become stronger and not only creating for myself, but just creating for my teammates as well.
2: And speaking of the, the year-end meeting, uh, congratulations to Coach Box on his, you know, moving on to Miami. Guess, what can you tell us, just maybe a couple things about Coach Box that maybe the fans, even Kathy and I who think we follow the program pretty closely, can what can you tell us about Coach Box and how you think he'll do at Miami?
1: I think he'll do really well. Um, coach Box is somebody that, you know, he's really behind every game plan that we have. You know, he's a great coach. I respect him. We're all going to miss him. But – I really can't think of any other coach that deserves a head coach at Miami of Ohio than coach box. Yeah.
2: I want to so, go back real quick, Kathy. I'll go back to yeah. talking about Caitlin Clark, just a couple others, maybe Chloe. I mean, obviously that Caitlin gets a lot of the publicity, but who were a couple of the other tougher guards for you during the big 10 season? Let me
1: think. I would say um, from Illinois, I think her last name was cook. She, um, the first game we had, the home game versus Illinois, that was, we didn't underestimate them, but they, they played, they gave everything they had. They are a really great team and specifically Cook was one I remember, you know, she was Mm -hmm. one of the tougher players to defend for sure. I would say her, um, Leah Brown from Michigan, she had, she had a great size, great Mm -hmm. mid-range. I mean, it was tough to stop her as well.
0: Yeah. So here's the fun hypothetical question um, that we have for you so who would be more successful you guarding McKenzie Holmes one-on-one in the post or Matt McKenzie trying to guard you on the perimeter so and following up on that that's a hypothetical but maybe not have you ever played one-on-one and how did those games go if you did um we've
1: necessarily never played one-on-one but I will say when we do scrimmage against each other I'd rather have her on my team because I think there's a better chance at her guarding me than yes. me guarding her. Really, all I can do is cross my fingers, it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well,
0: now you'll have to uh, challenge her to a one-on-one game and report back <laughs> to us, and let us know let us know how that turns out for you both. <laughs> so.
2: And Chloe, you were talking about the year-end meeting as well. Kind of get back to that a little bit. One of the things that I felt like you really that just showed up on the stats this year and kind of toward the end, even last year, uh, not this, not this past season, but the year before was mm-hmm. your three point shooting really started to kind of become a real weapon for the team. Is that something that you're, that you've been working hard on?
1: Yes, for sure. I've been working on my, my arc range, also my mid range, but I think for both of those areas, I can always get better at them. So I'll be working on that still for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So earlier, um, Chloe, you mentioned that you really want to start being more of a facilitator and we, we saw that coming out this year when grace was out hurt and you really had to, to pick up and take on more of that point guard response responsibilities. So looking forward to this coming season, what expectations do you have for the team in terms of who might maybe shoulder the, 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 bulk of the point guard, or will it be more of a point guard by committee or what are your thoughts on that position specifically?
1: um I'm not really certain but I think it'll be a more of a point guard by committee you know me but we also had Lexi Berger as a freshman last year and her and Lily I'm I'm honestly so excited for them this year I mean they really got better every single game but also when you know nobody's there nobody's watching you know practices individual workouts they were always getting better always wanting to ask questions and to be in the gym so
2: yeah. And do you think that's important for your young kids coming in? I mean, uh, I don't want to say their names but I'm sure I'll butcher them at this point. Amandola and uh, um, Kathy, help me a little bit. The Amandola girl and the uh, other recruiting.
0: Lene. Lene, Beaumont. Yes. Lene Beaumont,
2: Beaumont. Thank yes. you. I, I, <laughs> I was, I was going to. But anyway, do you think that's something that is? Is that something that that the older players taught you, or does that that you guys have been part to somebody like Lily and Lexi? The how important it is to ask questions and try to soak up as much knowledge. For sure, I know me personally
1: that was my freshman year, but just I just kind of. Freshman year was a sponge. I would watch Grace Berger, Allie Patberg, McKenzie, Nikki, Alexa, all of the veterans, you know, just watching the way they operate, the way they handle their business, the way they're consistent in the gym. You know, every rep is hard rep. That's that's the kind of role model I would like to be for our younger
0: players. Yeah. So so speaking of Grace, um, again, um, and we know the impact she's had on the program, and she's left the program, um, obviously. She ran out of um, eligibility, so I'm not sure she had a choice in the matter, but she's doing great up with the fever. But from your experience, maybe is there one story that really comes to mind that exemplifies for you the impact Grace had on you in your IU basketball career so far?
1: Um, honestly, it's There's never been one special talk that me and Grace have had because we've had plenty of talks, and she's given me so much advice. But I feel like when I look at Grace, she's more of a um, showing what she can do rather than talking about what she can do kind of player. You know, just seeing the way she was is kind of what's helped me be what I want to be as a leader.
2: Yeah. I want to go back real quick, Chloe, again, just because we don't get a chance to to see some of the kids as much, obviously, as you do in practice and the games. But we saw Lily got quite a bit of playing time as the year went along. But maybe just a little bit, tell us what you think about how, what, how, what, the, what the upside is for somebody like Lexi, because this was a young lady that was coming off a knee injury, and I'm not sure we really saw everything that Lexi's going to be capable of doing.
1: For sure. I, I completely agree with you. I feel like Lexi has so much potential. You know, She was a great uh, prospect coming in, but honestly, the sky's the limit for her. She puts in the work consistently, literally every single day
2: and hey, just really quick talk about recruiting a little bit now that you're on this side you you get to be the host what's it like when and again not specifics to the point to people but just kind of what's a what's a typical recruiting visit like for a player that's being looked at by IU women
1: yeah it's it's actually um, pretty simple but we love to you know pack the day and give the recruits as much information as they can you know make sure at the most important thing is to make them feel comfortable and welcome But um, just taking them on tours around campus, on some of our favorite spots to eat, popular spots to eat around Bloomington, Um, even sometimes we like to work out in front of them just so they can kind of get a taste of what it would be like Mm -hmm. if they came here. So
0: do you have a favorite restaurant if you're going to pick one in Bloomington that you'd always want to go to? Um, I'm a big pasta fan, so
1: I'd have to go with D'Angelo's.
0: Yep. Awesome. Um, Kind of on the flip side of that. So Jeff was asking about helping new players come in and recruiting. We've, we talked a lot about how you're going to help mentor, you know, the younger players and already have so far, but since your time at IU, a lot of players have come in, but there's some that have transferred out as well. Um, For you specifically though, in your experiences with coach Morin in Indiana, what has kept you at Indiana to make your, your playing time there so enjoyable that you, you're sticking around and you're coming back for a fourth year? For sure.
1: Um, I think my two biggest things was realizing the opportunity I had if I'd be patient and consistent. Um, The people around me, you know, uh, honestly, my freshman year playing time wasn't even anything to me. You know, I was honestly just starstruck that I was on the same team as Grace Berger and Allie Patberg and still on team with Mackenzie Holmes. So freshman year, yeah, I just I didn't really think about that. I was blessed with the opportunity I had.
2: Yeah. So. You already mentioned you'll be coming back to summer to campus here a little bit later this summer. What? So you're you're an exercise science major. Have you got your degree yet, or are you still in the process of getting your degree? Yes, I'm still in the process of getting my degree. So, what would be kind of the career goal, hopefully, with that? I mean, obviously, you want to play basketballs for as long as you can, but what would be kind yes. of long term what you want to do with the exercise science?
1: So, yeah, long term, I would like to be an ultrasound technician. So I'll be looking for some sort of two year program after basketball and then hopefully land a career in the ultrasound technician
0: field. That's very specific. So um, is there are there specific schools that you're you're looking at or is it too soon to start looking for that? Um, I, 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 don't know anything about ultrasound technicians other than I've had them performed <laughs> on me a lot. <laughs> so, but I, as far as becoming one, what does that really entail? You said it's a two year program. So I'm assuming there's specific programs specialized for that. or there's some on your list that you're looking at?
1: So unfortunately now it's,
0: it's kind of in the process where it's
1: a little bit too soon. I can't really find schools right now. That's more of, you know, after college basketball thing. So,
0: Yeah. And are you wanting to focus on more like doing ultrasounds in terms of helping people in sports medicine, or is it more general than that, that you would like to concentrate on?
1: I'm uh, leaning more towards it being more general right now, such as ultrasounds like sonography with babies or even just hearts and diseases, Mm -hmm. something I'm really interested in. That's awesome. Yeah, I've had
2: this. I've, I had one one time. Uh, they did the echo. What they call an echo with again, the scan, with the cardio, basically a sonogram with the you know the cart, you know, ultrasound with your heart. And that was that yeah. was to watch your heart go through you know, <laughs> it <was equation>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was got my attention. Um, so what what's a typical? Um, go back to or you mentioned actually yeah. say typical. I'm getting tongue tied here. But, Chloe, you mentioned that you were living with Nikki earlier in your career. Who's, you know, like right now, I assume you have a group of girls that are living together. You guys all share an apartment or rooms or a house or something?
1: Yes, sir. We um, we live in a beautiful house, actually. I'm living with Grace Wagner. She played on the team uh, mm-hmm. my yeah. freshman and sophomore year. And then her younger sister actually is another
0: roommate of mine. Okay. Awesome. So off campus, I assume, then? You said house, yeah. then That's great. Yes. hmm So yeah, what, so what's a typical day right now for Chloe look like in the summer? What, what do you do? Like, do you, are they pretty regimented or do you just wake up and do whatever you feel like? (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess that's the
1: freedom of it being summer. I wake up and kind of have more free time and things, but at the end of the day, it really just consists of the same thing, you know, make sure I eat well at least three times a day workout and then sometimes i just like to chill with family and then sometimes i just like to hang out with friends so yeah pretty simple yeah
2: Now, great go ahead kathy i'm sorry Just
0: yeah when do you have to go back to campus then
2: um i will be back
1: on campus june 4th for okay. our um, first day of summer workouts which will be june
2: 5th
0: yep all right you're almost there then enjoy yeah. your last days of freedom then <laughs> like
2: right Now, great night like right now you're home but do the coaching staff does strength and conditioning give you a workout that you're your work, that you do while you're even at home?
1: Yes, we we have the best strength and conditioning coach. He's always got everything prepared ready for us to go once we are going home. He'll send us a whole month schedule of all the conditioning workouts, all the agility workouts, all the lifting workouts. He's
2: he's one of the best, honestly. Yeah. And it was just kind of go back to, we were talking about coach more and Kathy asked you about coach more and people in and out. But so c- did you guys give coach more some razz about when she broke her hand or her finger earlier this year?
1: <laughs> so it's actually funny. Um, one day we were all sitting in the film room about to watch film and she just, she just walked in with a cast and she was like, I'm just going to let you all know right now. I did something I regret doing. And she was like, I'm just going to show you how I did it. And then Next thing you know, we're watching film and it's Coach Morin in slow motion (laughs) slamming her hand down the table. We're just like, oh, okay, you know, that's that's nice. So yeah.
0: That was during the Iowa game, right? Is that what I yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we know she's pretty intense. You know, we all and I think that's one of the things that the average fan likes about this program is the intensity bring Coach Moran brings to it that she kind of gets you guys to play with. But is is there a funny side to Coach Morin?
1: Oh yeah, she she'll show it here and there. She has a little bit of a goofy side. You just you just have to catch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you have a funny story you can can share with us that uh, would uh, give us a good example of her funny side? <laughs> um,
1: I would say after practices when we huddle up, she always has her her quotes and stuff. Um, she just always gives off just little jokes here and there. They're really she's really slick about it, but it's <laughs> if you catch it, it's it's funny. Yeah
0: subtle humor. So yeah. kind of staying on that that coach Morin um trail. So we all know as Jeff mentioned and by your your story of the the broken hand, she's she's quite intense. So what is it about your upbringing or your basketball background that really allows you to thrive in an environment that requires that kind of toughness and willingness to be coached by by someone who is so intense?
1: Yeah, um I would say for sure I that I'm under just a female coach you know the way she goes about her business how professional how yep. successful she is you know the experience she has even playing at Purdue and stuff like that but um yeah that's really what I'd say yeah
0: so is she a uh, very anti-Purdue now though with our rivalry with them
1: uh I mean I think she always you know be Purdue at heart but sure. you would never be able to tell it's all it'll always be one of the biggest rivals for yeah. even for her so
2: Absolutely. Is there anybody on the team that's a trash talker? Yeah. Are you? Are you? <laughs> oh, not at all. Okay. I would
1: say somebody that, you know, you really wouldn't expect it maybe, or you wouldn't notice, but trash talker was Grace Berger for
2: sure. I oh, can see that. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean, in
1: all respect because I loved it. She could yeah. back it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure.
2: And sometimes you just kinda of, you may not necessarily it, it wasn't too obvious sometimes, but you could just see sometimes when Grace would make a play and there would just be a little bit of a, a look in her eye and you could see Are her we, lips move. Yeah.
0: We, yeah. <laughs> so so who's gonna take her place this year? You uh, think you'll pick up that Mansell, or is there someone else waiting in the wings? I think I'll let somebody else take that over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally get that. No, um, go ahead, Katie. That's all right, Jeff, go for it. I,
2: I was just curious, like, and I'm not looking for you to name me by specifically, but if you're guarding somebody who wants to try and trash talk you, does that get you a little more fired up?
1: I would say it just depends, you know, most, for the most part, I just laugh it off, let it go. But if it's a rival game, you know, I never say anything first, but you know, right. somebody yeah. says something to me, I just feel you know, obligated to say a little bit <laughs> of something. So, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, so. Reflecting back on last season, it was a a monumental season for the team, for you individually, for others on the team as well. Um, And there were a lot of big moments. There were a a lot of really big games. The North Carolina game, the game at Tennessee, the Iowa game, the sold-out Purdue game um, come just off the top of my head. But for you, which game is there maybe from last season that will always resonate with you and stick in your memory that you'd say, you know what, that was the most memorable game, and, and why would it be your most memorable
1: no doubt uh when we played at home versus ohio state that was that that atmosphere you know being on that court it really gave me chills and that energy that the fans brought was the some of the best literally in the country um just being versus ohio state i believe they were ranked number i don't i'm not even remember but they were ranked ahead yeah, of us for I sure guess. so yeah. you know, that left I mean, a bad taste for like yeah yeah for sure that was really all the motivation we needed but Once we started playing in front of that crowd and just the atmosphere and in that third quarter when we made our run, um, it was a surreal moment. I remember literally running back on the court and almost having to physically plug in my ears because it was that loud and it was that painful, but it it
2: was amazing. It's something you really can't describe. No, that's great. Being from Tennessee, and I'm sure you had heard all about the University of Tennessee Mystique growing up, what was it like for you to go back and play at, at, at this, you know, at, at on the court that Pat Summit made famous?
1: You know, it's it's fun, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. You know, not everybody is fortunate to play at the University of Tennessee on the Pat Summit floor. Um, and it was also fun because, you know, I had a big home crowd, not just for me, but some of my high school, two of my high school teammates who were siblings, the Darby sisters, they oh, played yeah. Yeah. for the University of Tennessee. So it was great seeing, you know, our our community there playing against them. You know, it was just fun all around.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, kind of st- sticking with the Tennessee theme, um, there's a former men's basketball player from way back when you, you you might probably have not even been born, but he's also from a small town in eastern Tennessee. His name is Kirk Haston. Have you heard of him? And have you guys met, if you have? I don't believe I've heard of him at all. actually. Yeah.
2: yeah, I will. I'll take it to the next step here. Let's go back to the Big Ten a little bit. Chloe talking about yep. road places outside of Simon Scott Assembly Hall where's the where's your favorite gym in the big 10 to play in and where's the toughest gym to play in and maybe the same but just you know
1: i would say the toughest gym is um definitely the hawkeye carver center just playing its iowa you know <laughs> they had a lot of sold out crowds as well great yeah. crowds that that atmosphere is just something not everybody gets to play in so i was very fortunate to have that I was at
0: that game, uh, Chloe. You're saying I didn't drown out the other Iowa fans? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I tried. (laughs) So that's the the most intense. Sorry I interrupted you. What's your favorite? You're fine.
1: I would say my favorite would either have to be just at Iowa, just the kind of rival and kind of game that is, or even Purdue. I feel like I've had some of my best games at Purdue. I think – that's the number one rival and i just like the feel that jim has yeah
0: and the iowa game this year was and is even more intense right because you had game day there um which doesn't happen they rescheduled just for that so yeah that was that was quite the atmosphere atmosphere for sure so um we're right about at our, our time with you. Do you have time for one more question? I think we had one more that um, we might want to get to. So kind of, again, looking at the team and the, the chemistry, we, we've heard so much about how close the team was this past year and going into to next year. But um, as you've progressed through your career, um, is there somebody that really just one person um, took you under your their wing and really helped, you know, Help you understand the, the the importance of being close with teammates and that type of thing. I know you already mentioned Grace, but are there other folks, as, uh, another person specifically, that was maybe a mentor to you?
1: For sure. I, I feel like I could have a lot of teammates agree with me when I say this. Mackenzie Holmes, for sure. Yeah. Any any questions, anything, I know for sure that I need, the freshman needed, she she was right there. Even with recruits, just watching her even host, it's just like, wow, I I hope to be like her. I really do. She is a great
0: person inside and out. Awesome. Jeff, any last minute follow-up questions you have?
2: No, I just want to thank Chloe for giving us her time today and really fun for us because this is the first, you are our first player interview we've done here with doing the work. So we really appreciate you coming on with us today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate
2: you guys having me. Thank you. Thank yeah, we,
0: we love uh we love following all of you. We you definitely gave everybody a lot of joy, you know. Pass that on to the to the team if you wouldn't mind. Um there's a lot of people that are really coming along as you can see the attendance grow and um we're just happy here to to continue to spread the word about Indiana women's basketball and how wonderful you guys all are.
2: One quick question I will ask you, Chloe, and I don't sure. maybe players don't pay attention, but the the seating is going to be more reserve seating, or at least the lower part of the bowl is going to move toward reserve seating. Is that something that you guys have talked about or at least have noticed and you guys are excited about the fact that the women's program that you've been here has got to the point where reserved seats are being yeah. sold
1: yeah i think that's that's a big step for not only females but just the big ten in general um we have we've heard some feedback so i know that's kind of why we we kind of adjusted to that because we want what's best for our fans you know mm-hmm. our fans make us who we are no matter what when we're on
2: that court so yeah yep. again chloe thank you i, I won't yeah. ask you any more questions taking more of your time but thank you
0: yeah thank fun. you guys for having me I yeah really thanks so much it. for for being on with us and i'll play a little music to take us out but um thanks to everybody that ends up listening to this so we recorded it and uh we'll be replaying it um both on youtube and some podcast feeds so all of our listeners out there thanks for listening huge again thanks chloe for coming yep. on and um course, we look course. very much uh forward to seeing you play this year and maybe we'll talk with you again sometime yes, so ma'am. thanks everybody
2: See you, everybody.